This is an ABC podcast. Roots and Shoots with Sabrina Hahn and Christine Layton. On ABC Radio Perth and WA. Good morning, everyone. Oh, beautiful mandolin slash ukulele playing. I'm not sure. I know. I'm so talented. You are. You really are. You really are. Um, We were just talking about how beautiful your hair looks and Mm. we always do something that the radio, radio land can't see, but I'll explain. Your hair looks very nice and shiny and blonde, but you were saying that when you have done a big job and Mm. you go to have a shower, the water at the bottom of the shower is brown. Brown. (laughs) And I have to, I have to actually wash my body with a scrubbing brush. (laughs) I've been landscaping. I come out looking like pig pen out of peanuts. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how the dirt gets because I wear like work boots and thick socks and even my feet tend to be black as well. I don't know how that works. That means that you're doing it properly though, doesn't it? must be. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's been a really big week in terms of weather, especially for those down south. I'm not sure if you saw four days ago the monster front. Yeah. I saw it come through about 2am because I'm often awake at 2am. I don't know why I'm awake at 2am and I always look at because the weather. Because you speak to Trevor Chapel. I do. Yeah. That's, that's, exactly that's probably right. why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and you could see it developing just yeah. off Albany. And I was thinking, well, that's going to be a cracker. That's right. It was. Um, there was a car underwater in Milpara in mm. Albany. Um, I know that some farmers got up to 125 mils, which is not great right now for the crops, <sighs> but good for the dams during yeah, summer. Yeah. Um, I just I could not believe the photos um, of it. And we've got more rain to come from yes. tomorrow. There's a big front, which will hopefully help those up north who yeah. need a bit of rain. and a bit inland. Yep, mm. fingers crossed. So um, I hope that you're all going okay out there. Give us a call, 1300 720. We've got a treat coming up after 9.30. We do. We've got Maggie Longmore yes. from the Nanup Flower Festival. Mm. So that's going ahead. Yeah, so it's really interesting. There's a lot of festivals that are still going ahead, but they're slightly, they're changing them slightly. So Araluen is still going ahead. The Ravensthorpe Wildflower festival is still going ahead. Calamunda um, Garden Festival. Calamunda Garden Festival, the Chittering Festival. They're all still going ahead. So keep an ear out. Well, we'll we'll talk about them on the Saturday morning program so everyone's aware. And please get out there and support our regional areas because all these, all these festivals, they're all run by volunteers. Yeah. And they put so much work and effort into it. Yeah. So it's really nice to think that city people actually go and support them. You know, I've spoken to a lot of people who are just doing as much as they can now just in case yep. we end up like Melbourne. Absolutely. So that's another reason yeah. to get out while we can, I think. Yeah. Um, hopefully it doesn't happen though. Give us a call. Enjoy the wilds. Triple two seven twenty. Just a Just a bit of a... A note, um, just a bit of a post-it note, our text line seems to be a little bit slow this morning, um, so I would absolutely prefer you to give us a call, 1300 720, and we've got Wally from Byford to kick off. Hello, Wally. Yes, good, good morning, ladies. Good morning, uh, Wally. Sabrina. Yes. Yes, I have a dilemma. Um, a ponytail, yeah. which is about uh, 18 years old, mm-hmm. eight feet high, yep. and the bulb on the base is starting to push a retaining wall aside. Oh, oh. it's got a big bottom, Wally. Mm. Uh, I won't go into that. No. <laughs> that's, a, that's a yes if ever I heard one. I'm not going to tell you if you look big in that dress. So, yep. can, okay. I, can I excise part of that bulb with my chainsaw? <laughs> you can, Wally, you can. Um, now, the trick with those is because one, once you get in, once you cut half the bottom off, take a cheek, as it were, um, you will see that it's quite sort of, it's like a fibrous packing that's in there. Now, it's really, really, really important that you get um, some steriprune and spray it after you've cut it because it's susceptible to rotting. I see, yes. So you can get steriprune in a, in a, in a can, uh, a spray can, and so once you take its cheek off, then spray it straight away and it will be fine. All right. Good luck, Wally. 
uh, with the excision of the rump, 1300-222-720, or you can try and send a text on 0437-922-720. I think some service providers' texts are coming through slowly, ah, but okay. we are getting a few. Excellent. Um, Julia in Saxon from Manjumup texted in early to say, what's wrong with our peas and how can we treat it? Ah, same thing as what's wrong with my peas. Um, what is that? Oh, they've, they've had it. They're buggered. Oh. Uh, it is a bacterial spot. Um, they call it chocolate spot. Nothing you can do about it. Eat your peas and then – now, if you're growing your own peas and beans, you're probably not growing too many beans at the moment, only broad beans, but um, – when you've harvested your peas mm. and the peas start dying back, just cut them down at ground level because the root system of the peas will have nitrogen nodules on them and that nitrogen will go into the soil. Oh. So don't pull them up, just cut them off at the base. And and what will the nitrogen do from there, whatever the plants feed, around it need? Feed any other plant that's oh, around it. That's mm. nice of it. Georgia is in Beaconsfield. Good morning, Georgia. Hi. How what are you? What can we do for you, Georgia? Um, so my family has this beautiful, really old, huge lemon tree in our backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, it dates back to the 20s. It's... Um, we love it. It's like our treasure. Aww. And I noticed the other night, um, well, I heard the rats outside. We have kind of a rat infestation. Uh, it's all right, Georgia. Everywhere in Perth has a rat infestation. Yeah, well, yeah, it's mostly outside. And I went outside the other morning and noticed that they had kind of skinned a few of the branches of uh, the yes. bark. Yes. And I don't know just how bad that is or what to do about it. So Yeah. yeah. So, Georgia, um, you, you're better off actually pruning those branches right off because basically what the rats do is they ring bark it. So why, they take, why are they doing that? Is it like tasty lemon rind, what's going no, on? They're just I think being trolls? Uh, they're trolls, but um, I've called them a lot worse, actually. <laughs> um, they, sure, Georgia has too, fair enough. Yep. They, I think they do it just to sharpen their teeth and to piss people off. I mean, that's well. the only reason I can think of. <laughs> 12 minutes rats, past nine, yeah. <laughs> right. Rats are good at that. Into it. They love chewing the bark because underneath yeah. the bark, the cambium layer is quite moist. Oh. So, so Georgia, you need to prune back all those branches okay. that have been chewed by the rats. And then a good thing to do with, uh, with trees that the rats go to, get yourself some strips of Velcro mm-hmm. and you're going to wrap it around some of the branches of the tree and you're going to smear uh, vapor rub on it. You know, the, the stuff for your cough yeah. that you put on babies' chests. Yeah. You're probably not allowed to do that anymore. But um, So you smear the Velcro, you wrap it around the, the tree. What will happen is the rats, you don't have to do every branch, but the rats crawl across it. It gets on their lovely little paws. Mm-hmm. They try to lick it off and they actually don't like it and it burns their tongue. Unfortunately, it doesn't kill them, but it deters the rats from coming back to your tree. And hopefully you will have won the war, Georgia. Yes, I was saying the rats have declared war. Yeah, Yeah. well, you declare war back on them, Georgia. You've got all the defence mechanisms now. Um, If you have luck, let us know how you go. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks, Georgia. 1300 Oh, we've got Thomas in Wilson on the line, and I understand that tomorrow is Thomas's birthday. Good morning, Thomas. Hi. Hi. Hello, Thomas. How old are you tomorrow? Seven. <gasps> Seven. Wow. Oh. You're going to be a big boy, Thomas. Are you going to have a cake? Yes. Oh, What sort of cake do you think you'll get? Uh, we, we're going to have like a day earlier. Oh, are you? Okay, that's cool. Okay, so today what, what kind? Today. Yep. Uh, what kind? What colour cake is it? Uh, an eagle-coloured. Oh, oh okay. you're having an eagle's cake, so <laughs> it'll be blue and yellow. Oh, very good, Sabrina. Um, Who do you think is going to win tonight, Thomas? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, that's what I meant. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, my brain was buffering then. Um, who do you think is going to win? Eagles. 
Eagles uh-huh, against Carlton. There's, there's right. a good boy. Yeah, very so, nice. So, Thomas, have you got a gardening question for me? Yes. I'm the wind that is in the bin. And that's your little sister, I think, that what? said that right something... Up. Little brother. Oh, little brother. Little brother. So something about eagles being in the, in the bin? bin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. You've got to have someone bat- batting for the other side. How old... <laughs> How old is your brother, Thomas? Yeah. How old's your brother? Nine. Nine months? Oh, nine no. months. Oh, three. Three. Oh, three. Oh, good. Oh, so you're the big brother, Thomas. Oh, good man. Oh, sister and she's five. So that's why we've got the beautiful chorus. Well, well, very good. How can Sabrina help you? What's your question, Thomas? Um, Rats keep eating our peaches from our peach tree. The rats are pinching the peaches from your peach tree? Oh, they've been busy. Dirty, rotten things that they are, Thomas. Well, do you know, Thomas, the only way you can stop the rats from pinching the peaches off your peach tree... Give them some birthday cake. <laughs> no, don't do that. I I wish I was there with you guys. You guys are having too much fun. Me too. What are you you doing? Okay, so, um, Thomas, you have to net the tree. You have to put a net around the whole tree. Is it a big tree? Uh, We've got one big one and one small one. Okay. Okay, so you can get things called sleeves. So they're like... um, if if dad go, if dad goes online um and looks for um tree sleeves fruit fly protection <laughs> or just puts some of the younger siblings around the tree to frighten the, <laughs> frighten the rats um you'll have to so you can get these long mesh nets that you put on the whole branch so now Thomas, I was just talking about um, a little bit, you know, there's a rub that you put on your chest when you have a cold and it smells like menthol. If you get mum or dad to get some Velcro to wrap it around the tree where the rats jump on the tree and smear it with that, with that. Uh, vapor rub, the rats get it on their little paws and they try and lick it off and they don't like it so they won't go back to your peach tree. So if you try that with the netting, then you will eat the peaches and not the rats. How does that sound, Thomas? Good. You've been through a lot in the last three minutes. Um, I think you, know, you are just a brilliant radio guest. Well done. Um, lots, of, lots of love to your family and enjoy your birthday today and tomorrow. Bye. 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 Very good. 1300 to To keep paying attention through all of that, I think, takes a a lot of grit. He was focused. He He was was totally focused in spite of the help given by his younger siblings. Yeah, but if this is another call about, you know, chest rub and Velcro, then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to we'll, we'll just retire. take my shoes off. All right. <laughs> We've got Michael, the one with the four oranges. I'm pretty sure that's not a suburb, but here he is. <laughs> Hello, Michael. Hello. It's Bayswater again. Yes. Yes. You're the one that's got the 100-year-old yes. orange and had four oranges off it in the last 35 years. Yeah. 2021 it was, but oh. they were delicious. So yes. it must not have been the... But the other thing is it's now got about 50 buds. <gasps> Land sakes, Michael, it's been listening. It was listening to your phone call. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the promo. I, I had heard the line about the, the reciprocating saw and went, I better do something. <laughs> <laughs> we have far reaches, roots and shoots. So what, what changed between us speaking to you? I have no idea, but it's decided that, oh, I'm going to flower like mad this year. That's so awesome. I will send a photo when Please the fruit do. arrives. Please do, Michael. Yeah. I want to see the goods. 
Um, That's incredible. I just hope that they, they come to fruition. <laughs> don't say that, you <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Michael. Michael's been sitting here going, this is my if day. We enough, we'll send some in. <laughs> hey, I, <gasps> please do. I, I tell you what, though, Michael, if we're going to get 40 mils dumped on us, half your, half your blossoms are going to go. <gasps> well, they're, they're only buds at this point. Oh, that's so. all right then. They may still be safe. Yes. Still oh, be yeah. safe. Take a, take a picture now and then compare it to two weeks' time. Yeah, we'll do. Okay. All right. We're and invested. then we want another update, Michael. Yeah. No worries. Oh, <laughs> this is good. I like this. Thank you, Michael. We'll talk to you again soon. Um, and anyone else who wants us to yell at their fruit tree, yes. just give us a call, 1300 222 uh, It's what we do. Leonie's in Manjimup. Hello, Leonie. Hi there, how are you? Very good. good. You're taking us away from fruit for just a little bit. Um, what's your What's your query for Sabrina? Um, I've got lovely big peach lily. Yeah. And all I get from it is leaves, no flowers. Oh, and we I'm can ah, yell at that too, can't yeah, we? Yeah, we can, yeah. we can. Um, oh, now, <laughs> how much light is your peach lily getting? Well, it's near the front door and that's um, opaque. Quite a bit of light comes through. Because they do require a lot of light um, and also, Leonie, a lot of water. Oh. Right. So some people grow their peace lilies in a pond or in a pot with water in it. I've seen that. And they flower so much better. Right. Okay. So it's probably a water thing and a light thing. Bottom up or top down? Bottom up. So if you put them in a, so if you put them in a pot, uh, like an indoor pot, and then you leave water in the bottom of it, there, and you've got the peace lily in a plastic pot with holes in it. You put it in a a pot where you have the bottom half, and you keep it filled with water, and then you can use liquid fertilizer. It'll suck that up and flower like a demon. Oh, there you go, Leonie. Mm. I hope it works. Um, Thirteen hundred triple two. 7.20. Um, Sabrina, I have to ask you a quick question. Yes. I know fungal gnats have been a huge issue. Yes. You've spoken to Jill about this mm. with the with the potato solution where yes. they lay their eggs yes. and then unfortunately Jill's daughter's dog ate the potatoes. So <laughs> it doesn't always work for everyone. But I've also heard you talk about carnivorous plants and yes. so I, I went out and bought a sundew. Oh, did you? I'll tell you oh. what, it's had a feast. Oh, oh, fantastic. No, but now it's dying, right? Because oh. <laughs> it's eaten so many fungal gnats. Um, it's over, it no longer it's has overweight. the the dew the on the petals. <laughs> ah, because it's just it's pigged out. Is it going to die now? No, no, no. Okay. no. Doesn't look good. Just um, so with the sundew, they need m- misting. So oh. you've got to get the little mist got spray on it. Yep, yep. You should be spraying it every day, twice a day. Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh, dear. Okay, I'll get to it. <laughs> I didn't know that. Thank you. I've never asked you a gardening question, but no. I thought, I feel so bad this guy's worked so yeah, hard to, yeah, yeah, to get yeah, rid of the gnats. Yeah, good on and him. And he's gnat looking good. So oh, I had to. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, let's bring in Frank from Victon. Good morning, Frank. Oh, good morning, ladies. It's morning, your Frank. turn now, Frank. What's your question? Uh, we're not doing uh, citrus. We're Chameleon. <laughs> oh, good. Very good. Nice to have a change. <laughs> right. My daughter has two, and, but they're pretty big. They're old. They're, they're about a metre in width and about two metres high. Yeah. And they've been transplanted. Absolutely. No problem at all. Okay. So they're probably in flower at the moment, are they, Frank? Yes. They're okay. white and a pink one. Yeah. Ooh. So you can't move them while they're in flower. Okay. Um, so wait until they finish flowering and then give them a light prune, dig them up and move them. When you so, say a light prune, how much would you cut off? No more than a third. Okay. Could you destroy the shape of the camellia? And if you cut a branch off a camellia mm-hmm. and stuck it in the ground, would it grow? Ooh. Probably not. No. no. They grow better from tip cuttings. Or from aerial cuttings. So what you can do is you take a strip of bark um, from one of the branches, you pack it with sphagnum moss and a bag, plastic bag. That will grow roots 
and then you sever the the branch off below where you've put the sphagnum moss and once it's developed those roots you can put that straight in the ground all right good luck frank uh, 0437922720 the text line looks a little bit better now i think it's working so that's great oh someone sent a picture of a quail up bell oh see that thing that is oh. beautiful so, speaking of the Ravensthorpe Thank Wildflower you, Festival, yeah. um, if people are going to head down to the um, to all the national parks down there, you would that. So it's the Quail um, Up Bell, Christian. Yeah. So, yeah, so oh, by the way, Christian said I planted this last year and forgot the name of it. It's drawn a lot of interest in my area of yes. Fremantle. That makes yeah. sense. Um, wow, she's got that growing in Fremantle. Yeah, you're a legend, Christian. I wonder if there's some near um, Albany's historic whaling station. I know they've got the there beautiful is. gardens. That yeah. botanic garden is astonishing. It is. If people haven't been there, yeah. So Angus Stewart was um, very involved in designing that garden. He's done the most remarkable job. Angus Stewart from Gardening Australia. Um, so the Quail Up Bell is truly magnificent. Yeah. And they were in the nurseries. They're actually the ones you buy in the nurseries are grafted. Mm-hmm. But um, but the National Park near Ravensthorpe, which is... Uh, sorry, the National Park near Ravensthorpe is uh, Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald River National River Park. Park. Sorry, I was Park. thinking, you know, where I was right then, I was thinking about the Quail Up Bell Nursery, which is owned by Peter Denton. I oh, spoke yes. to him on afternoons and yes. I was trying to remember where he was and then you were in a different place and we are <laughs> <laughs> in different places across the state. But, <laughs> but yes. we finally came together. <laughs> we did, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah. So they grow, that's where they grow naturally through there, Fitzgerald River National oh, and Park. it's beautiful. Um, Just check if the road's open because yes. I think it was, it was closed because of all the... All the rain, rain. Um, yeah. that came through this yeah. week. So if you are going down there, just make sure. And, of course, we'll speak to Sue Leighton about yes. the, the Ravensort Wildflower Show we as will. well. We will. Um, and don't pick them unless you've got a licence, etc. Yes, exactly. Yep. Just look at them and take a photo. Yeah, good idea. Uh, let's go to Joy, who is in Dianella. Hi, Joy. Hi, ladies. Um, I bought some asparagus roots the other day, then realised, what a big hole I'd have to dig. A 40-centimetre hole and I'm going to put the balance in a mound. What sort of mixture should I use with the soil manure, the compost and all the other goodies? Okay. Well, that'll that'll be plenty, Joy. So if you put in just a bit of uh, sheep manure and some compost, um, that's all you need to do really and then make sure the crowns – don't dig the crowns too deep though. People make the mistake and then they have to wait three years for a spear to work its way up. Um, And you just mound them so the claw legs – so the spider legs hang down. You mound just – on the crown itself, so their little legs hang down like a dead spider. Right, and the top just breaks the surface. Should I add anything else, like blood and bone or any particular fertiliser? Um, look, I wouldn't put – I'd just put them in the ground and then don't feed them until you see the – so after the spears come through – if the fern comes through, you wait for the fern to come through and then you can give them blood and bone. Right. Yeah. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, thanks, Joy. I still have to wait two years for the... Uh, Unfortunately, yes. Uh, Oh, well. Sneaky Joy got three questions in there. She was very smooth. But, um, I, you know, I did have sympathy after having yeah. to dig such a hole. That's um, right. This could be one of the trickiest texts I've ever seen, so I'm oh. going to give it a really good go. Ooh. Hi, ladies. My trachelospernum. Oh, good girl. Jazz, yep. Jasminoides. Jasminoides. Yeah, you were close. Leaves are turning red and look frail. I have a J full stop azaricum. Ah, oh, jasmine azoricum. Oh, yeah, azoricum. Yeah. Um, next to it, which is okay. They're both in pots. Any hints, Mark, in Witcher Rangers? Where's Witcher Rangers? I'm not sure. Let me find hmm. out. Okay, so if you're Trachylospermum jasminoides, which for those that don't want to speak Latin is a Chinese star jasmine, the leave if the leaves are turning red, that's actually uh, oh, um, south of Bustleton. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's actually a that's a 
cold weather thing. So I wouldn't be worried about them turning red. Um, if it looks frail, prune the hell out of it. But wait until September to prune it. I would definitely feed it up with some really good fertiliser. Jasmine amazoricum, uh, which is the standard jasmine, is totally unkillable and will grow in just about any soil type. But your Chinese star jasmine, it's remember it's a tropical plant and they don't like cold weather. And if you've had a few cold snaps there, that's enough to turn the leaves red. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. Uh, Norman is in Wilson. Good morning, Norman. Good morning to you, ladies. We bought last year's some uh, Lucy Pink lavender bushes. Yes. From a nursery in pots, obviously. Yeah. And they've all grown nicely to about 50 centimetres, 40, 50 centimetres high and around that sort of size. Mm. But they've all died half of the plant horizontally, uh, vertically, I should say, vertically. Half of it is completely dead and only half or even a third is still alive. And we've got oh, four. How extraordinary. Okay, so Norman, that has something to do with the root system or the base of the plant. Now, what happens with lavenders is they can they can get a, a fungal disease. So if you've got I – would, I would sacrifice one, dig it up, prune it back first, dig it up and have a look at the root system. If you can run your fingernails uh, along a root and the whole bark of the root comes off really easily, then you've got a fungal disease. I would spray them all with mancozeb at the moment, um, prune them all back, but it will be to do with the at the very, very base of the stem that's near the ground can have the fungal disease, but so can the roots. So get the mancozeb onto them, dig one up and just check out the root system. You may even have root knot nematode. Oh, I love saying that, but it's not a good thing, <laughs> is it? It's not a no, good thing. It's no, it's just got a good rhythm. So if the root system has uh, little lumps on it, you've got root knot nematode. Uh, and in all honesty, I'd rip them out if that's what's the problem. All right, that's the hard news. Mm. It is that time again. It is Sabrina's musical pick of the week. Pick, pick of the week. I know you're going to dig this. Here we go now. Now, you and my magnificent producer, Molly, sneakily organised this song pick of the week. Not for mm. me, but just without mm. me knowing. Yes. Um, and Diplo, uh, I do look. I do like a little bit of electronic mm. music. I mm. like 1920s jazz and I like my electronic music. Mm. You're going to love this. Then. I love Diplo. He was um, part of Major Lazer. Very, oh, very that's right. Talented. Yes, yes, yes. Well, this is... Um, I, was, I was dancing around a campfire with my two daughters. Yeah. Just the other night um, <laughs> and the youngest one Luce she had this on her playlist and I said Luce I quite like that yeah I said I- I'm going to put that on for because I know Steens will absolutely go for it oh what have I done sun in my eyes no sun in our eyes it's called sun in our eyes by Mo as by well by Mo yeah. and Diplo Mo oh get down <laughs> Let us know what you think. I feel the sunlight on my head, the scent of summer in my bed. When we were footprints in the sand, still like a making plans. That is by Diplo and Mo on ABC Radio Perth. Roots and Shoots with Sabrina Hunt. Not as hardcore as I would have liked it. Oh, oh. it was quite mild. Yeah. yeah, Great dancing track, though. Yeah. You can imagine. 
You were me, a- Jess and Luce around the campfire, <laughs> grooving to the beat. With a bit of um, long exposure, you know, a really cool photo. <laughs> probably the album cover of one of these Triple J artists, really. Uh, that's what you were doing. But what a beautiful memory, though, to have with your daughters yeah, as well. Yeah. No one got hurt. None of <laughs> it fell in the fire. Out. No, yeah, no, yeah. the lamb shanks. Thank you, Nath. The lamb shanks were just cooking up nicely. Yeah, that's All what you good. want. Um, lots of wonderful texts. Um, this says, good morning, ladies. Thank you so much for your time and patience with young Thomas, a grandma who adores children annual program. You're welcome. Young seven-year-old Thomas, uh, who's about to turn seven, seven. Yeah, called us <laughs> with, with all of his siblings in the background and still managed to listen in for the answer, which I thought was just amazing. Um, also, this text, congratulations to Michael Tickman, I hope I've said that right, from Argyle who has been made patron of Friends of Kings Park. So isn't Michael isn't Michael the one that the the two brothers that discovered the a, a brand new species of a grass up there? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. Um hmm. interesting. Anyway, thanks for the text. That is good to know. Um oh is that an article to go along with it. Oh, oh no, it's um, oh, so he's been given an OAM patron. He's a local conservationist. That's in the um, Boyan Up Post. Ah, oh, passionate conservationist, generous supporter of the Friends of Kings Park. Um, so he's been. D- awarded Medal of the Order of Australia in 2016, the rare native plant Hemogenia tick. But I? Well, that's because they've named it after him. Look at that. Isn't that lovely? Yeah, great. Aww. Always nice to be across these things. Thank you, Gwen. So that's wonderful. Very- Congratulations, Michael. And Johnny the Frog Doctor, he's listening in. He says, uh, Witcher Range is an extension of the Darling Range that runs east ah. of Bunbury, south past Bustleton. Ah, yes. See, Johnny's on the ball. Yes. Morning, Johnny. Morning, Johnny. 1300 Uh Now, these five people have been waiting patiently, the longest of them being Lorraine, who's in Kingsley. Hello, Lorraine. Oh, good morning, ladies. Hello. How are uh, you? I desperately need some advice on my friend, you can. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's the wrong time of year. I did send a couple of photos through to you. Oh, oh, What's, right. What is your? What were the last three digits? Oh, I see. Um, that one. Oh, yes, oh. yes. Yeah. Okay, fire away, Lorraine. Okay, they're about four meters tall. Yeah. Planted very close together. They're about two meters from the house, and I'm worried about the root system. Oh, no, that's no problem at all, Lorraine. They hardly have any root system. There's never a problem with frangipanis close to the house. Oh, thank you. That makes me so happy that my husband will be unhappy. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you've got got the tick. You're safe, Lorraine. They can stay. Keep them there. Yeah, that's good news. Uh, Kay is in Port Kennedy. Hello, Kay. Hello, Christine. Hello, Sabrina. Oh, hello, That's the Kay. energy of a wild K. How's your week been? Oh, it's been pretty good. Um, I shifted my rose yesterday. Oh, and very I'm good. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that it's going to work, that it's going to survive. Excellent. But, um, and, and I'm, I'm happy with that. So now it's my fruit tree. Yes. My orange tree. Can you manure it now or yep. is it too late? No, not too late, Kay. Now, listen, don't be too heavy on the on the poo. And it's going to rain tomorrow, so that'll be that's perfect timing. Can I you, know. Can you do it today? I am gonna try and get out there and do it today. Good only girl. thing is I don't have a lot of poo. I only have the citrus manure. But I had a half a bag of potting mix. Could I chuck that around it as well? Absolutely. Yeah. You can go for broke. Kate. Pretend you're throwing confetti. Yep. Just don't get it on your neighbours. That's all. I, yeah. That's all I think. Um, now it is twenty minutes to ten. Uh, now we are going to just very quickly have a chat to an important person in the festival world who's been working very hard to get the Nanup Flower Festival up and running. It starts on the 13th of August. Her name is Maggie Longmore. Hello, Maggie. Hello. Good morning. Morning, Maggie. So we're so excited that the Nanup Festival is going to go ahead. Yes, we just thought we had to at least showcase the tulips. Yeah. 
And then as the restrictions lifted a little bit, we thought, right, we can just expand it slightly, you yeah. know. Yeah. So how many how many tulips have been planted around town? Um, about 17,000. Oh, yeah, is that Just all? a few. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. Just a few. Yeah, yeah. What, what's the prominent colour? What, what, what? Uh, probably, oh, we've got a real mixture, but probably a lot of, a lot in that ready range. You know, yeah. the red are out at the moment. Yeah. We're just to- I'm just hoping that this storm that's coming oh, in doesn't yeah, the ruin storm. them. Yeah. Doesn't ruin them. Yeah. Oh. We've 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 the, we've worked with the Shire Gardeners who are absolutely fantastic, and yeah. we uh, the committee's planted some extra barrels. The ones that would normally go into the town hall have all been put into barrels. So we've got even more on the street this year. Wow. wow. Somebody with Dutch heritage, that excites me greatly. That's wonderful. So when, when yes. can people go down? Whoa, whoa. You, yeah, can so Maggie, coming, you... you can start coming now to see the tulips. Yeah. The tulips have started to come out now. Yep. Um, and they're, they're going to be, you know, we're hoping that we'll be able to spread them. There'll be tulips to see for the next six, seven weeks, you know, because right. we've tried to plant them sequentially yeah yeah so that um you, you get a really you know good show good show yes and, and they do tend got... to last quite a bit so you yeah need to get, that's you right. know four or five weeks out of, yeah. as long as we don't get this weather that's coming in oh, <laughs> yeah. but you've got more stuff going on haven't you like you've got oh, open yes. gardens Actually, yeah open gardens we've got quite a lot of open gardens some are not open all the time some are only open at weekends some yeah. are open you know you, people really need to go to um, the the website and yeah. have a look. We keep loading things up as things happen because right. the community, you know, start, you know, they're adding little bits that they're going to do. Oh, you that's know? so good. And you've got workshops running as well, haven't you? Yes. Each weekend we've now put on some workshops. Yeah. Um, we've had to do them ticketed because of the COVID and the restrictions yeah. and everything. So they've all got to be... Um, ticketed um so we've got darren and steve doing stuff on the first weekend yep and of course my darling dr bob's going to be doing some yes absolutely <laughs> absolutely we've got um sam atkinson who's who's our local sort of herbalist and that she's doing a walk and some bar making we've got uh wayne pragnell who's um He's president, I think he's president, he's in the rare fruit societies in the Southwest chapter. He's going to give, if people are interested in rare fruits, which we're a member now of that club, it's a fascinating area oh, to get yeah. into. Yeah. Um, Josh Whiteland's going to do a, a walk and a presentation, so that's going to be, that's really worth, you know, that's something really good. Yeah. Um, and we've got, a couple of the open gardens are also doing presentations, you know, they're doing like, or Chestnut Bray, which are not open, normally open at this time of the year. They're going to be doing some stuff. Um, Holby House is doing some, she's doing some sort of arty stuff, really. Yeah, there's like some great arty stuff yeah. happening. Yeah, well, um, I, I do hope that people make time to come down. Um, Nanup is such a beautiful area and you put stunning. a lot of work in, Maggie. So yeah. thank you for coming on this morning and can giving I, it a good solid plug. Can I mention one more thing that yep. I forgot that is really important? Yes, yes. Uh, We've got a 20-metre mandala being built. Oh, that's right. It's an enormous mandala. It is going to look sensational. Yes. and now they start building that tomorrow. Right. Or oh, a team, and we've been collecting stuff. It's going to be... Where will it be situated, Maggie? Um, it's on the village green. So as you come into town, there's the, there's the war memorial and the bowling club, and it's on the grass behind that. Okay. So that's going to be open for the whole of the six weeks. That'll and that'll be, be stunning. That'll be ready by um, fr- Friday, yeah. Thursday, Friday. So, yes. And so where do people go to find out information about the Nanup Festival, Maggie? Um, if they can go to the website, which is na- uh, www.nanupgardens.org. Yep. I think that's right. Yep, yeah. that is right, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, follow our Facebook page. <laughs> oh, wow, we are so dependent on search engines. I, I wouldn't have known know. either, but you but know what? 
We'll find yeah. it, Maggie. We'll we'll find it. So thank you for coming on this morning to give us all the information. I think it's it's great that these yeah. things are still happening in WA. It's we wonderful. need to cherish it. Yes. Yeah. And right. support it. Let's take some more calls. Thirteen hundred triple two seven twenty. I say that looking at the phone and the lines are full, but you can send us a text. Zero four three seven nine double two seven twenty. They are a bit slow this morning, but people loved your song choice, by the way, hey. Sabrina. Yeah. Um, Deb said if you liked uh, that one, you can listen to Major. Li- Major Lazer's Lean On. Oh, I don't know that one. I didn't, do you know that one? I do. I mm. didn't like it as much as I liked Hay with an okay. exclamation mark. But right. anyway, we're not going to get too technical. No. Back to the gardening. <laughs> um, Jeff is in One and Up. We have the bush chemist on the line. Hello, Jeff. Absolutely. Now, firstly, before mm. I say anything, A, the lady, uh, coincidentally, wanted advice on her asparagus today. Oh, so yes, yes. Anyway. Christine, yes. Uh, I heard you singing on the Steam Age Wireless this week, and it was absolutely gorgeous. And you should do it more often, okay? That's very nice of you, Jeff. I don't know if everyone felt that way, but well, I do. Thank you. I sang Total Eclipse of the Heart. Ah, yeah, Bonnie Tyler stings. last week. I just the, wow. the moment I just got swept up, didn't I, Jeff? Um, you did. And then somebody, <laughs> some crafty uh, person, cut it up into a promo. Thank you, Molly. And it's been. <laughs> Doing the rounds all week long, so I couldn't escape it. But what what, what else can we help you with, Jeff? Now, uh, what did I wanted to tell you? Mm. Remember before the time years ago, before mobile phones? Yes, yes. I do. Okay. Yes. Mm. Well, put your mind in that era. Yes. But I grew up in uh, Mildura, yeah, in yeah. Sunraysia in northwestern Victoria. Yes. One of my friends had inherited from his father a 90-acre citrus property. Oh. So you can imagine how big the trees were. Huge. And his name was Michael Keenan, and he said to me one day, look, uh, I, uh, the trees were getting too cumbersome to pick and everything. So one day, he took it as an experiment. He took a chainsaw <laughs> to one of these trees. Yes. And he cut it off about four feet high. Right. And waited to see what happened, and it sprouted beautifully and was growing, you see. Yeah. Anyway. You can do anything to it. Yeah. Did nothing. Just cut it off. Yep. Now, I'd come back to live in Western Australia about that time, Mm -hmm. and I heard there was a, used to be a Saturday show like you're doing now. Yeah. And someone rang in advice about pruning this very old citrus tree. Yes. And the, the advisors were stumped. They didn't know what advice to give. Right. And for the life of me, uh, I couldn't, no, didn't, I didn't have a mobile phone and I couldn't find a phone box to stop ah, and ring to, them. Yeah, to ring, yeah. But, so what's, uh, what's your question for Sabrina, Jeff? But it's more a statement than I, uh, uh, than a, it's a memory rather than yeah. a problem. Oh. It was just... Just advice in case she gets that question again. Oh, I hoped that you would I, see because Jeff gave me you gave me so much wonderful advice when I was pregnant down in Albany. I, I was hoping to be able to pay Jeff back, but but that is also still great. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you. Well, if anyone has ever watched uh, Peter, no. Um, mm. Oh God. Yeah. Anyway, Who? you. I know that you can prune. Citrus trees mercilessly, and I have done that to look. You're better off pruning than not. So, if you've got a tree that's not performing, you've got nothing to lose by getting the chainsaw to it, yeah, because it's not doing what you want it to do anyway. And if it's so, over fruiting, it'll just fall over yeah, like my brother's yeah. because the, the fruit is so heavy. That's right, yeah. So, Peter Cundall prunes lemon trees like, pff, yeah, he takes them, but just like Jeff said. Four feet from the ground and yep. they come back. They're still fine. Um, so we've had a run of regulars this morning. Pippa in Chewett Hill is a regular texter. Is this the Pippa that I'm thinking of? Yes, it is today. Oh, How are you? Good. Are you, are you also a pharmacist? Did you tell me that at yeah, one point on the text yeah, line? I, I remember. I remember. Yeah. Nice to yeah. actually speak to you. I'm actually very uh, lucky to be employed, you know, at St. John of God Hospital, so yeah. love it. Yeah. Well, you'll be probably quite busy then, Pippa. <laughs> uh, yes, we have not stopped yeah. one single bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. It's good. Um, my magnolias in the driveway, can you see the photograph? We can, yes. Yes, yes. yes. with the stormy <laughs> clouds in the background. <laughs> the 
exactly. <laughs> I'm sitting out the front on my little chair thinking, okay, I wonder if these girls are going to answer. <laughs> so what do you think? I've got three of them, mm. four of them in the row yes. that are sick as dogs. Yeah, they're not looking thriving, are they? No, you reckon I should just... I mean, they, they're still alive yeah. because I keep bending them and I don't know whether yeah. to cut them back, hack them back. I'd, hack them, them, I'd hack them back and then I can see you've done some soil improvement there anyway, yeah. Pippa. Yeah, but, but still, you know, yeah. I've worked and worked on it because, yeah. you know, the driveway is just depleted of everything. Got yeah, stuff I, think it's the wrong, I think it's the wrong plant for there, personally, yeah. Pippa. Mm-hmm. Um, no amount of tablets or medicine is going to make it better. Uh, no. you could, you could, that's no. kind of what I'm yeah. thinking. And I, I really have in my other house, which I used to live in in Mount Rawley, we downsized and moved here. Yeah, I had marayas, <clears throat> and Marais. I just wonder if marayas are just they're strong and they're hard. Yeah, and, and they'd they... love the heat off the driveway. So marayas yeah. are tough, and the perfume's beautiful, Pippa. Yes, yes, yeah, it is. yeah. Honestly, so I, might, I think uh, you're flogging a dead horse. I thought so too. Thank you. I'm just glad you said it. Yeah, yeah, we've alleviated you of any guilt. Um, You've you've given them a good run and and that's the end of it. Yeah, I mean, we have to say so lovey sometimes. Yeah, Yeah. unfortunately. Well, thank you for all of your texts over the weeks and months. I'll continue to speak to you. (laughs) Okay. Bye-bye then. Thanks, Pippa. We remember you, just so you know, people, when you yes. put your name and your suburb at oh, the end. Do. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I know that Deb likes electronic music because she yep. always texts in. Um, we've got Mary in Bicton who has said, can lemon trees suffer from dieback? Yes. So, so, sorry they for can. the lemon question. They, um, they do get dieback. They get a, it's a type of phytophthora, actually. So sometimes it's called collar rot. You have to do a, a copper spray on them. They, you can recover them. Um, but you have to do a fair bit of treatment. In fact, my little juicy book of citrus, I talk about dieback and what you have to do for it. So just buy that book. Very good. Tell you everything you need to know. Eileen is in <laughs> High Wickham. Hello, Eileen. Hi. Hi. Um, I, I've got um, oh, Alexander palms because they're very tall. But of about, I planted, I put elkhorns. Around my palms, yeah, and they're about uh, 60, 70 centimeters in depth. Yeah, but last summer, um, they really took a heat, a beating, and I thought I'd lost them. But being very generous plants, they're actually all coming to life again at the bottom. Uh, I was going to actually pour, put some wetter soil. I know that they like um, potassium. So I gave them all a feed of bananas at the top yesterday. Yes. Yeah. And I was wondering whether perhaps I should give them some liquid fertiliser because it, they're quite thick. They'd be about oh, at least 30, 40 centimetres yeah, yeah, you can, Eileen, and I've done that with my elkhorns. Um, now, you make sure you make it half strength. You can't use full strength, only half strength, and you would only do that once every two or three months. But you can definitely, um, and you're better off putting it on as a foliar spray, so in a spray gun and spray them with it. Okay. Uh, now, this text here from Jeremy says, my house is on Kunila Island in South Yunderup has a south-facing wall that gets no sun for three months over winter and full sun in summer. Can you suggest a hedge or a shrub, a shrub for this location? Will lavender or rosemary work? Neither of those will work because yep. they're going to die over the winter period when oh. they get no sun but a lot of rain. Right. So don't use that. Uh, you can use any of the deciduous plants because they don't care if they get no sun in winter because they've gone dormant. So any deciduous or if you want something taller, then Brainia, B-R-E-Y-N-I-A, Ironstone will do the trick, but they're not available anywhere at the moment and they won't be available until about November, December. Oh, okay. How come? There's a there's a big shortage, the shortage yeah, supply that of you plants. were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, one thing that is in supply is the begonia maculata. Just Ooh, quickly, there's a number get of out of town. Yeah, I know this is your specialty. My specialty is begonia. I've got so many different varieties of begonia. How do you keep this one alive? Okay, so for all the online gardeners that are there, in in, in just particularly indoors. Uh, it is not an indoor plant. It requires a lot of light. 
If you bring it indoors, it will slowly die. Right. Unless it gets direct light. Maculata is one of the toughest of the long-stemmed begonias. It's got beautiful so, long leaves with silver dots on it. Stunning. Yeah. So most begonias that are in the Rex side, um, you cannot get water on the leaves. The begonia maculata, you can occasionally get water on the leaves. The big thing with begonias is you must allow them to dry out in between watering. Oh. So most people kill them by overwatering. Right. So in summer, you mist spray them. Yep. Um, or you can hose them down. Uh, so you can get the water on so the leaves. So you get your moisture meter and go right to the bottom of the pot. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So okay. don't over water them, but they require a lot of light. All right. So don't put them indoors. Good tip. Cheryl is in Albany. Hello, Cheryl. Hi, uh, Sabrina. Can you give me some advice on how to get rid of arum lilies? Now, Cheryl, you're in Albany, and I don't know if it's the local Shire Council or one of the land care groups. If there's a big infestation of it, there's groups that come out and they actually um, they will poison or heat treat. They, they've tried steam heating arum lilies as well. Maybe try South Coast Natural Resource Management. NRMA, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they have a, a whole armory of stuff they can use. Or NRM. NRM. Yeah, we don't what want to. <laughs> I think that's is, a that car the, place. is that the gun? Oh, no, that's, that's a car right. place okay. in New South Wales. Anyway. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> from about 40 years ago, that came into my head. <laughs> it sounded good. Um, mm. So give, maybe you try them then, Cheryl. South Coast NRM. Yeah. They, they look after a lot of country down there. They do good work. Terry is in Warwick. Hello, Terry. Hi, good morning. You made it. You made it through. What? Quick, what's yeah. quick, quick. No, just joking. Um, <laughs> I'm looking to perk up a coffee tree. I've got a little okay. coffee plant yeah. in a pot in the courtyard. Yes. I shift it around to follow the sun. But yes. this year it's looking kind of spindly. Ah. Um, not, a lot of, not a lot of new growth on it. What is there is looking a bit yellow. Yeah. Usually a beautiful deep green, but yeah. And so you've bit. got it in a pot, Terry. Yes. Okay. To get one cup of coffee, you're going to need <laughs> at least six coffee plants. Yes. Oh, sorry. I got I got uh, a full six cup plunger off it last year. Oh, oh. wowzers! Okay, so coffee plants don't like our dry winter, mm-hmm. um, and it, they actually require quite a bit of fertilising. So, in a pot, I'd get the fertiliser that's got all the minerals in it. It's got over sixty minerals. Okay. In a so is it in sort of like a what size pot? Oh, probably 60, 70 centimetres tall and about the same across. Okay, so you'd need three tablespoons of fertiliser and then come September I would start foliar fertilising it as well, Terry, and it should come back a treat now the weather starts warming up. Good luck, Terry. All right, one to end on. Dee in Inglewood. I love, love, love maiden hairs indoors. How do I keep mine lush and growing vigorously? How do you spray. keep them alive? Spray. You've got to spray every day. Mist spray and put a very small amount of liquid fertilizer in it once a month. Okay. And I've if seen it so starts many dead to ones. die, yep. burn it. Burn it. Yeah. You've got a 50-50 chance it'll come back beautifully or die, one or the other. But it's worth experimenting. Okay. Very good. All right. Um, we're going to end on lighting fires. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> Sabrina, thank you very much again for another stellar Saturday morning. Oh, my pleasure, Steens. You have a great weekend. Thank you, everyone, for your calls and texts. Roots and Shoots will be up online soon. It's time for Sports Talk. News at 10. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.